I hate this fucking city. It's too damn crowded and it never seems to slow down. It's nice today though. Some days are better than others. I'm in such a good mood I gave this homeless fellow $10. I hope he buys some drugs with it. Or drinks it away. Whatever makes him fucking happy. I haven't been happy in a long time. And when I think I'm close to happy, life finds some way to fuck it up. It's like God hates me. And sometimes I hate him too. I'm on my way to the coffee shop before work. It's a part of my routine. I always order a small coffee, no cream or sugar. That's for pussies. I like my coffee black. Vanessa the barista serves me my coffee every morning, rain or shine. She's tall with brunette hair and has this lovely accent. Very personable. I want to fuck her so bad. But of course I never tell her that. On the train I get to reading the paper. Since you can't keep your mouth shut long enough for me to read my paper, tell me a story. I don't think I know any stories. You don't know any stories? No. All right, I'll tell you a story. This is a newspaper, right? It's 90% bullshit, but it's entertaining. That's why I read it, because it entertains me. You won't let me read it. So you entertain me with your bullshit. Tell me a story right now. Go. Well, there was a DUI stop. A DUI stop? Wow, let me load up my guns. <laughs> a DUI? Oh, shit. On the front page, in big bold letters, it reads, Acquitted. Two fucking cops beat this brown kid down bloody on a fucking traffic routine stop. Same narrative over and over again. The city's gonna go up in flames. Acquitted. It's not even 11 in the morning yet. And the little bit of happy I had had been taken away from me. The weather is great. Vanessa made my coffee to perfection, handing it over to me with a bright smile. But like I mentioned earlier, life always finds a way to fuck up my happy. I want that $10 back I gave Mr. Homeless because my happy was taken because of injustice. I hate this fucking city. I can't finish reading the remainder of the article. The paper indicates the Knicks beat the Lakers 93 to 80 last night. So that was nice. I put my headphones on and I drown out the sounds of the city. As I'm walking through the office to my desk, I wonder how Tupac would be contributing to the liberation of our people if he were still here, taken so young, one of music's most intellectual minds. If I can't live free, if I can't live with the same respect as the next man, I don't want to be here because God has cursed me to see what life should be like. If God wanted me to be this person and be happy here, he wouldn't let me feel so oppressed. He wouldn't let me feel so trampled on. You know what I'm saying? He wouldn't let me think the things I think. So 
I feel like I'm doing God's work. You know what I'm saying? Just because I don't have nothing to pass around for people to put money in the bucket don't mean I ain't doing God's work. I feel like I'm doing God's work. You know what I'm saying? Because... I like Justin. My coworker, he sits in the cubicle behind me. I hate being confined to this cubicle eight hours a day. I feel like I should be doing more with my life. Justin felt the need to voice his opinions at work on the beating of the brown boy in Queens. Let's just say he blamed the victim and he's an advocate for the law and order in the city. I was surprised at his viewpoints. I had no idea he was conservative trash of a human being. As he voiced his inferior viewpoints about the situation, I fantasized about bashing his head over and over again on his desk until it was leaking blood from his skull. And then I'd finish it off by throwing him out the window of our office building. One less piece of shit in New York as far as I was concerned. I didn't bother to voice my opinions on such things in the workplace. I told him he was entitled to his opinions and I got back to work. Julia, that's his girlfriend. She works a later shift than us both. She was always complaining about the lack of attention he showed her. Justin, man, he's ambitious. And it's always been clear to me his work comes before anybody, even Julia. I've known Julia since senior year in high school. She's known me before Justin, so that's why she's always confided in me when things were a little rocky with them. I never imagined I'd use his failures as a partner against him. I was aware of the cracks in the foundation of their relationship, but I liked Justin. There was no way I'd ever use Julia's unhappiness for my own personal gain. But that was then, this is now. Justin said with no shame, that brown boy that got assaulted by the NYPD probably wasn't raised right, and that contributed to his assault. Justin's morals and ethics seem broken to me. So, I must also move with sinister ethics. After clocking out for the day, I accompanied Julia on her lunch break. She drove a 2015 Chevy. She called it Betsy. As she was eating her ham and cheese sandwich in the driver's seat, naturally we start discussing the beating of the brown boy. I let her know where I stand, and I learned in our interaction there had become a rift between her and Justin because of it. It was a perfect weapon to use against him. We both bonded over his problematic views pertaining to the issue, and that led to Julia venting about other issues they were having as well. You deserve more, Julia. Why do you put up with this? I assassinated his character, and then I assassinated her pussy in the backseat of the Chevy. The affair lasted three months. <laughs>